Okay. So uh, it's uh, seven minutes uh, past four now. Let's uh, get a weekly wrap of the entertainment world and stories making headlines there. Joined by Nkosa Namluli, entertainment and lifestyle commentator, who's also become our four in a row requester. Hey, Wena. We just love each other. We love all our features on Sound of Week. How are you today? I'm good. So, my daddy, Jimela Mulwini, and I'm super calibrated. Okay, so how's your week been? Uh, the week has been amazing. It's been good. But yeah, it's been good. I mean... Why is the good coming Bangana. with a sigh? <laughs> it's been ah, good. Ah. We, we, we're tired, eh? We're tired. We finally made it to Friday. <laughs> it's like, oh, finally we're here. But hey, let's celebrate. Because I mean... You know, I'm just sitting here and thinking that, you know what, this week has been Banyana Banyana week and it's 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 sort of like a, a, a starter to women's month. So yeah, it's mm. a great way to, to kick off August. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're never gonna let that go. We're just oh, always going to be celebrating and just continuing on women's sports in, in terms of all the other strides that are being made. Great things happening. Okay, mm-hmm. let's uh talk first today on uh, Lucy Liu. The Chinese American actress. I haven't seen her in a while on the screen. So she's mm. saying that she has realized a dream of hers coming uh, true as uh, she became part of her latest project. What is this project and why was it a dream? So the 53 year old actress, I mean, yo, I can't believe when I was reading this, like, how oh, 53 already. <laughs> no, she doesn't look it though. Right? So essentially, Lucy Liu has been from childhood, she's been a fan of the comic um, industry. And for her, she was like, you know, one day I'd love to be a part of this. And hey, now it's becoming true. It's becoming a reality. And she's been cast as a villain in um, Shazam's Fury of the Gods. And for her, it was more of a, you know, when I when she entered into the industry, one, she comes from an immigrant family where she's not really like, okay, my family's from China and here I am this Chinese individual who wants to enter and belong into this industry. And for her, being cast as a villain for these DC comic um, um, production, it's a a dream come true, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, on my side, I think it's a great thing that we we live in a world where now there are various representations in, in terms of ethnicity, races, you know. So for me, I was like, I was so excited because we've never received, like, uh an asian american or sort of like um oriental you know villain and for me and for it to be a woman is is is, is astounding so for me really it's, it's really like yeah we are hitting on the right track because yes we've had discussions before of people throwing their arms at why is it that and an african-american actress is going to play a fictional character and it's like no guys it's 2022 let's move on it's a brand spanking new generation, new year. Yeah. I mean, let's move on with life. We can't be holding back and thinking, oh, no, but, you know, representation only, you know, I mean, television needs to represent one particular race or nation. So I think for me, really, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. You know, and especially for her that, you know, now she's at a point in her career that, you know what, I'm finally material, materializing this dream of mine. So for me, really, it's like a big ups and hey. Yeah. 
So, so she says she's always loved this genre of uh, the comic book film because that's what it is. This film it's it's a com it's based on a comic book, and it's a mm -hmm. sequel right now, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. But also, I mean, just having superheroes who are different, um, well, who are like as you say, a representation. And she would never have thought that as a Chinese American actress, she would be in a superhero movie. What's uh, Keanu Reeves' uh, ethnicity? Isn't he a bit Asian also, a bit of him? I think he is, because what I've, what I've noticed with Keanu as well, he, he, he's always had that... Um, what's it? He's, he's always been featured in, in sort of like Japanese, um, in Japanese movies, because I think he was in The Last Samurai and um, uh, 47 Ronin as well. So for yeah. him... I think it's always been a case of, you know, yes, physically I appear Caucasian, but, you know, there's also that Asian ethnicity within me. And, and we me, actually we didn't did. know until there was uproar of him being cast in The Last Samurai, and they said, but this guy's not a samurai as ethnicity. And then that's when it emerged that he actually does have uh, Asian uh, lineage. You know, so I think really it's, it's for us to understand that as, 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 as people, Yes, we may physically appear as, as one particular race, but we come from various lineages and cultures. So for me, really, I think representation is key, and especially in this time and year, because we can't literally be sitting down and watching uh, productions that really don't... Um, they don't really resonate represent, with everyone. You know, resonate with us. Because, I mean, they say art imitates life, and mm. we can't be watching art that doesn't really imitate our own life. Because I remember exactly. there's this one film that Scarlett Johansson was cast in. It's called um, Selling a Ghost, and it's based on a Japanese animation, anime. And, you know, there was an uproar that why was it a whitewash cast? Because originally this is a Japanese anime. Mm. So it, it's one of those things where we really need to... Um, Sort of like sit back and, and really reflect on what type of art that we produce, what is it, what is it that we consume, and we we need to stop this <laughs> uproar of why is it that it why is it that a Chinese woman is going to be a villain? Why can't we have a white woman? So I think it's high time that you know what if somebody is caught for a particular project, let's sit back and 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 analyze the the, the, the sort of like the intention behind it. Not to just throw our arms in the air and complain without even the 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 context of um, the production of situation. Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess Hollywood has come quite a, a way. Don't know if it's a long way, but they've come quite a way since uh, back in 1961, where there was the first uh, Chinese American actress then uh, who, who went commercial, Anna May Wong. Because now we have the likes of Margaret Chu, who's also a comedian. We've got Carl Penn, who's on that Netflix series, Designated Survivor. And uh, we've got Lucy Liu, of course, in this space. Uh, what do you think of Hollywood's recognition of Asian actors o over the years? Is it slow? Is it in the right direction? Um, it, it, it's in the right direction because, it's, like I said, I think it's high time that, you know, we, we, we start really living. Um, art starts really imitating our actual lives because... We're no longer living in this world where um, interracial sort of uh, couples are now, you know, they need to be in the hide. You know, we live a life where we, we, we are proud of who we are and we want to see ourselves on, on, on television. So for me, really, like I said, I'm actually happy that 
finally we have an Asian villain, mm. and it's 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 a varied uh, genre where you would expect that okay, a Caucasian actress is going to be cast for this particular role. We know it. That's how Hollywood works. But for me, really, I think now it's high time that we really place recognition and 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 celebrate various cultures, ethnicities, and we also respect those cultures as well. You know, not to sort of like take away the 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 the, the I don't know the, the word that I'm looking for, but they essentially, you know, is that. It, it, but essentially, it's high time that really we we. We, we we allow ourselves to really celebrate ourselves and 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 not live in the old ways. So for me, really, I think it's Hollywood is on that right track of of, of really recognizing um, Asian um, actors and actresses. Okay, let's talk Madonna then, the 63-year-old legendary pop singer. So she's got an upcoming biopic. I didn't even know. She's been quiet, working behind the scenes. <laughs> but they say, don't tell people your plans. Uh, show them your actions. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, she believes in that saying. So she's uh, got a few uh, orders and conditions, though, for this biopic. What is she saying she wants and she doesn't want? So Madonna is saying that she doesn't want misogynistic men being a part of this project. And I really, really don't blame her because, I mean... We live in a patriarchal world, and I think it's high time that men need to sit down and let women take charge because, I mean, these are queens. And for Madonna, she's very, very, you know, she's 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 a feminist. I'm going to call her in Bogoto as well. Mm. So for me, really, it's all about her wanting to tell her story her way so that it doesn't really sort of like there aren't certain areas of her life uh, that are... Um, Sort of like deleted because I remember with even uh, Aretha Franklin the late. I think we've lost Kosana there. We're gonna try and get a hold of him again. I'm not sure what's happened on our telephone lines, but some morning messages uh, or comments on our poll question. Uh, Robert in Greytown saying, "Asanda, the PSL must allow any team that wants to participate in the PSL to have a women's team." Otherwise, they won't be professional, and it will always be difficult to develop women's soccer. Thanks, Robert. Okay. And uh, Anonymous saying, morning, Asanda. Um, oh, it's, it's Malo from Lusikisiki, not um, Anonymous. Thank you, Malo. As uh, much as I support equally, I don't support the idea of women playing football. Football is men's sport. There's netball for them. Okay, Malo, we don't agree with you, or I don't agree with you. Debu Homoloi, a Josie. Saying, Sis Asanda, I'm going today to Newcastle to see my wife and kids. Oh, awesome one. Please drive safe, Deboho, or travel safe, however you'll be traveling. Take some gifts, ne? Don't forget. <laughs> Bring them something. It's month end. You can afford it. All right, let's come back to entertainment, uh, weekly entertainment wrap with uh, Gosana Mluli, entertainment and lifestyle commentator. You didn't light a candle, like I told you last week, for these telephone ah. lines. Thanks. Anyway, we got you back. So, uh, continuing on Madonna, then, and, and and yeah, I mean, we know what she stands for. She is a feminist, so she wants to, that to come across, I guess, in her biopic as well as far back as even the production of it. Mm, she does because. Like right now, I was like listening to a voice note that you're saying that some uh, guy was saying that uh, soccer should be is a sport for men. And I'm just like, you see, these are the reasons why I think women want to really take charge and 
not sit back and let men do all the work. They also want to be seen as equal. And for me, really, it's, it's, it's high time. I mean, we've got amazing, amazing female directors who are doing phenomenal jobs. So really, I don't blame Madonna for not wanting men to tell her story. So, yeah, it's one of those things where she's like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to let a man tell my story. It's my life, and I'm going to tell it the way I want to tell it. And, you know, she's also, like, mm. wanting to, 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 to go back on, 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 on... She wants to go back on tour because that's the way her... Her strength is, huh? Her strength is. So she wants to go back on tour as well, you know, just to remind people who they are. I'm still the queen. I'm still yeah, around. I'm at 63. That's great for her. So there are reports that Julia Garner, uh, the 28 year old actress of Inventing Anna, uh, will play Madonna. We're not sure if that's confirmed or not. But who do you think would be the female? Uh, director then to to do the best job here for this biopic. I think last week we were already talking about Amy Winehouse's biopic, which is said to be created by Sam Taylor Johnson. Uh, we've got the likes of Ava DuVernay. We've got the likes of John Wilkinson of Doctor Who. Who do you think would fit? But also, should it be a British or American female director? You think because she's got dual citizenship. Ooh, and she's called the Mage, actually. Hmm. I think. Hmm. I think best of both worlds. Yeah. I'd say best of both worlds. doesn't matter whether they're American or British, but I think best of both worlds because at the end of the day, it's all about female empowerment and it's high time. For me, really, I, I, I want to live in a society where it is lit. I want to live in a matriarchal society. I think men have done their job, Shabonga, and as much as I'm a man myself, yeah. but I think it's high time as men, you need to sit down and let the queen take over. Yes. Smatle and Pisana, let's bring it home now. Uh, local shows, uh, a fitness blogger, Smatle, who's opened up now about suffering from mental illness. What happened here? And she says she had, had suicide attempts too. Mm, yeah, so Smatle has opened up, you know, and I think it's, it's one thing that we always, I think we always discuss and celebrate that, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that people can can be vulnerable and, and can sort of like be vulnerable and allow us into their space because with uh, Sani, she was involved in that um, 2018 uh, horrific car, car accident. And for her, it's been a very, very long journey in terms of healing and, and sort of like getting back into the swing of things because right now she does open up in terms of her health, um, mental health state where she does claim that, you know, she's, she's had suicidal thoughts three times in 2018, 2019, and last year of 2021. Mm. But because now she is attending therapy, you know, on a constantly, that itself has, has, has helped her heal as well. Because, you know, as much as we tend to think that, you know, we can handle this, and we are actually, when we, we, we tend to think that we are able, excuse me, we are strong enough to sort of like tackle the burdens that are, um, oh, wow. That's yeah. about English, that's about the magic. But, but, I mean, but, uh, yeah, and I get, I get what you're saying. We do sometimes feel like we're going to handle situations and whatever life throws at us, no matter how traumatic, we'll, we'll get mm. through it without any outside assistance. So I'm glad that she realized that therapy as that outside assistance was very pivotal in this journey of hers 
of healing because also it was a very mm. bad car crash that she suffered, mm. eh? Because mm. I think she, she broke uh, her ankle as well, which affected her uh, ability to walk. So for her, really, I mean, you can imagine where you were living a life where you were mobile and you were able to do things the way you wanted to do things. But, and for life to sort of like take a very horrific turn and now you need to sit back and, you know, not live the life that you live, but sort of like direct you, take a, a different direction as well. So I think for her to come out and say, guys, this is, it is what it is. I mean, yes, as much as, I think also the notion that, you know, when you are wealthy and you come from a wealthy family, do you have it all? And I think for me, really, it takes us back to say that it doesn't matter if whether you are rich, poor, whatever economic stature you come from, mental health affects each and every one of us. And it's something that we really need to take um, serious, you know. Cause Absolutely. And I mean, she's a fitness person. She's a fitness fundi. You, you can imagine that her body is her work, literally. Without that uh, a body, she doesn't get to do the fitness things. She couldn't even stand up at some point, not even walk. And a lot of times, I guess, we also wrap ourselves around uh, identity in terms of what we do. So imagine somebody being injured in the, you know, the one thing they need to do their job. It's like, a, I guess, a presenter losing their voice. You, what are you going to do? And you've you wrapped know, your life yeah. and yourself around identity or part of your identity around what you do. So one can imagine how she could have been depressed. To that extent. You know, for her, really, you know, it was a struggle as well. I mean, you know, so yeah, identity does play a huge role because she was a fitness bunny and she is a fitness bunny and, you know, that was her life, her passion. So, yeah, for that, for life to take a different direction, yeah. It's, it's like, it's, now who it's, am it's, I now after all of this? Now I must start mm-hmm. over and, and figure out who I am outside of all of this. Well, uh, good for her for going to therapy. Um, and she's also started a series on Instagram titled My Injury. So that's also amazing that uh, other people yeah. can learn from her experiences. Have you seen that uh, series? I, I haven't gotten a chance to, to watch it. But for me, really, I think it's, 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 for me, really, I think it's her sort of like inviting us into her space. And, mm. you know, for us to view her in, in, in a different light because I, I remember and I won't <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself in the foot but I remember you know I'd go on Instagram and look at uh, Umam Keith and think oh my word this lady she's rich but when I watched the reality show I was like hi man this lady man I can actually chill with her she's so chilled so I think really mm. as people we tend to look at people on face value and not really dive. you know we judge people you know, we, we judge them as, as a, a book cover and not really dive and dwell into the contents of their life and who they are. So I think for her to really open up like this is it's quite extraordinary because, I mean, yes, we've also talked about um, Chrissy Teigen opening up about her sobriety. Um, so really, for me, really, when, when, when celebrities open up and they are vulnerable, it's it makes us, it reminds us that, you know, at the end of the day, we are all human, irrespective of the spaces that we live in, the, who we are. So for me, really, it's, it's, it's amazing. And do you trust what feels right more than what other people's opinions are? That's what our quote of the morning is today. So you just touched on that as well. Let's end off then also talking on Instagram, I guess. So Mizi shared on Instagram a video talking about <laughs> black dogs. <laughs> Um, I thought when I first read this, black dogs means dogs that are black in color, but he meant 
black people who own dogs, so black parents of dogs. What was he saying that people are just in stitches about? <laughs> <laughs> so so he was, uh, I was also like, I want black dogs. And then what's going on? But when I dwelled, when I read the article, I was like, Oh, African parents, you know, African fur parents, you know. Mm. So they say that um, uh, African dogs or uh, dog owners, they, uh, dogs are really losing their sort of African <laughs> African identity. Okay. Because now dogs, we no longer call our dogs, our sporty, our blinky, our danger, our bogey, oh, you goodness. know. <laughs> <laughs> so now they, they sort of like take it on like this Western... Um, um, custom and identity, like you know, because you know, growing up, you know, it's like but now we let our dogs inside the house, they sleep with us on the bed, we talk to them in English, we no longer <laughs> talking to them in our African So, really, when I read the article, but it's I also was... these small dogs that people like the small breeds of dogs in size that people yeah. are getting. Maybe that's also, I mean, you're not gonna leave that small little thing <laughs> outside in the rain, will you? Yeah, no, no ways, no ways. But essentially, it is just that. And I think it's, you know, and it's quite true because now, even because <laughs> we also have a dog at home. Um, it's, a, it's a Labrador. We, we, my sister named it Nugget. Yeah, we also <laughs> like that with Nugget. And so, oh, Nugget, you're so cute. <laughs> so it's so quite true. So I was like, well, actually, it is true. We've really turned our dogs into, I mean, Lou, yeah, so, yeah, it is so, so he's saying, no, no, don't that. speak English to your do- dogs, speak no. to them in vernacular, your your home language. We to, yeah, we need to talk to our dogs in our home language, because I, we are westernizing them, and it's a bad thing. <laughs> and he's saying, I don't know if we can say this word, in, but we can say it on, on uh, radio, right? The one that starts with a V that we used to always yeah, that's shout one, that's at get dogs. Away, get they, away. Yeah, <laughs> get we, away. we need to go back, we need to go back to that word, because they and don't he's know saying that that these dogs don't understand what that word is now. You're like, mm. they look at us funny. It's like, mm, what? What's that? Sorry. <laughs> so essentially, it was just that. And I think it's, it's quite humorous, you know. And <laughs> that's the one thing I think I love about being South African because we literally joke about anything and everything. And we're supposed to take things seriously, but we turn things into a joke. And I think humor is definitely the best medicine. Yeah. So, yeah, he was just essentially just. Uh, elaborating on how we have westernized our dogs. And so are you going to change Nugget's their... name now to... Mm, I don't what? know. I think it's about Bobby. It's about Bobby. No, he doesn't have spots. So it's about Bobby. You don't like Mbogis? Nah, it's about Bobby. Bobby, you know. It's, it's... Because he was really saying that, you know, they no longer know their ancestors. about Bobby, about Blakey, about Sporty. Mm. So... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I think he could. Yeah, sometimes he does get funny. I've seen some of his videos, so I do enjoy uh, just watching the comical ones. But yeah, nice one there to keep us laughing this week. Okay, plans for the weekend, Gosana? For the weekend, I think I want to rest, but also catch up with friends. You know, I've been locked up, cooked up in the house. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be doing that. Awesome stuff. Well, weekend. thanks for joining us. Always great catching up on our Friday chats. Uh, it is a pleasure, and trust me, you'll be hearing more of me in the four, four in a row submissions. Trust, there's more coming up. I'm cooking, I'm cooking, I'm cooking. <laughs> okay, entertainment than... and lifestyle commentator, four in a row, requester, Hosanna <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. It's pleasure. Up as four is our time if you've just joined us here on SAFM Sound Away. Good morning. Fantastic Friday, fabulous Friday, fulfilling Friday to you.